We've got a great episode for you today. We are talking about a hot topic, the Federal Reserve and inflation. It's something that is on the headlines every single day. Everyone's talking about inflation. We feel it at the gas pump. We feel it at the grocery store. So we wanted to just chat with you a little bit on what we're seeing, what the Fed is doing, and and how inflation works for the retiree. Yeah, I, w- I will tell you that we kind of walk through this really with the purpose of saying, how can I think about it and how can I get my confidence back? Because right now, when you listen to the news, they're pre- pretty much telling you doom and gloom. And we're not saying everything's hunky-dory. What we're saying, though, is how do I think about it? And if the more educated I am on it, the more confidence I'm going to have when it comes to these different topics, especially if I'm close to or in retirement. By the way, there is an entire blog written on this particular topic. You can go to our website, pomwealth.net. Go to the blog page. You'll see it there. And it's just a nice way to read through what we've already talked about. In addition to that, if you listen to this and you think, man, I want to talk to you about my plan or I have a question, go to the website, top right-hand corner, click on schedule call. Our calendar comes up. You can you can go right there, schedule that and have and hop on a no obligation complimentary phone call with myself or Merce. One last thing. If you listen to these uh, podcasts and you think, wow, this is great value, please share it with a friend. You can send them the link from the website. You can tell them about it if they listen to it on iTunes or Spotify. Share it to to another friend because it might help them in their particular situation. And uh, we hope that this that's the purpose. We want to help uh, individuals as they plan for and live throughout retirement. But before we get into this episode, we got a quick disclosure. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stansel and Merce Tariq. Welcome, everyone, to our Secure Your Retirement podcast. We are certainly uh, happy to have you here. We're going to talk about a topic today that is on the minds of everyone, and that is inflation. So I do want to say, though, because you, if you listen to our episode regularly, our podcast regularly, you might say, wait a minute, you guys have talked about inflation before, and we have. We did an episode, episode uh, 164 on June 27th, and the title of that one was How to Plan for Inflation in your retirement. So this is going to be almost like a piggyback of that particular episode. So go back and listen to that episode if you're thinking, how does this going to affect my retirement? Today, though, what we wanted to talk about was really kind of walking through this idea of what are we talking about when we talk about inflation? Uh, How could it affect your retirement? We're going to talk about that a little bit. And then with the Fed, what is the Fed trying to do, the Federal Reserve, by raising rates? A lot of times people look at it and go, well, how does that affect this? Or what is it that that even means? Because we hear these things on the news, like the Fed is raising rates by a half of a percent or 0.75 of a percent. Well, what does that even mean? And why would they do that? So we're going to walk you through those scenarios. But first, let's just talk for a minute before we get into the why. 
of what is actually being affected right now with inflation? What are the big key things? So Merce, could you kind of walk us through kind of some of the big items that are being affected right now with for with inflation? Yeah, absolutely. And I think just to give a little bit of backstory, because everyone's like, how is this even possible? What, why is this happening? And all, it all goes back to the pandemic and the shutdown, the government shut, shut down uh, in, in the U.S. as well as all over the world, uh, which led to supply chain issues. You, you couldn't get all the materials that we needed to do certain things and everything like that. So it all just started to snowball, snowball. And then on top of that, to keep certain uh, aspects of the economy afloat led to a, a lot of government spending and printing of dollars. And ultimately what that does is result in inflation, inflationary things. And so what we're seeing right now um, from an, what is being heavily inflated or, or, or we're feeling the, the pains of inflation is uh, in, in a few major categories, uh, transportation. So uh, if you go to try to buy a new car, the pricing on cars is some of the highest that we've seen in a very long time. And a lot of that uh, kind of revolves around this idea of supply and demand. There aren't enough cars available for sale. And it takes takes a lot. the The back orders on cars is big. The and the back orders are big because there's not enough manufacturing that's happening because of supply chain issues. So it all kind of stems back to where are we getting all the pieces to make this product? And if it's taking too long to make these products, then the demand gets pent up, and that's why the prices are going up. So we're seeing that in cars. Uh, we're seeing that uh, in in the in groceries. So at the grocery store, the cost of goods have gone up. Again, supply chain issues being the root cause. Um, and then we see it, obviously, with the cost of gas uh, and fuel at the pump. Uh, some of that is because of what's going on overseas uh, with the war in Ukraine uh, and, and, and the cost of oil and, and some of the things that are going on over there. And then the, net, the a major one, and it's a big dollar item, a big ticket item. And so we see that, too, is over the last couple of years, we saw the cost of housing going up significantly uh, and not just in certain areas, kind of across the board. The cost of housing has gone up. Uh, and one of the things was is that rates were really low and people could afford uh, mortgages in a, uh, more than they typically could because of how low rates were. And now the government's doing things as far as trying to fix inflation and rates are coming back up. Um, so uh, housing from from new purchases, from buying a house that's already there, or even from a rental perspective, all of those numbers have gone up. And typically, housing is a large part of someone's overall monthly budget. Typically, it's somewhere in the 15 to 30% of what you're going to spend on a monthly basis. So if that number goes up, uh, that that's where you're starting. And it becomes a bigger percentage of how much you spend on your bills every single month. That's where people are really starting to hurt. Um so a few major categories there uh, on inflation, and and uh, I'll pass it back to you, Raiden. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the Fed and what they're doing and what the goal there is when these rates raise, and then uh, we'll talk a little bit about the numbers that we're getting on inflation. So Merce talked about these big ticket items that are being looked at and what weighs us out when it comes to inflation. So what is it that the Fed is trying to do? Simply put, uh, it, when you take a scenario and you raise interest rates on money that needs it, that people will borrow, if you raise those rates to where now it's not as attractive to borrow money, 
you automatically start to restrict the buying opportunity in these major categories. So you take, for example, somebody looking for a new car. Uh, if they're looking at this new car and let's say that rates have been so low, it's almost like buying it without any interest rate. They feel more confident. They go out and say, okay, well, I'm going to go buy this car. And, uh, and, and even the manufacturers, they might have borrowed money to make the car. All of that stuff gets restricted because now none of it is as attractive as it was before. So now what you do is you, you take away the demand. That's the goal. The, the Fed really wants to stop or slow, not stop, slow demand. So now if the consumer said, I'm not that attractive, this is not as attractive as it was before, and they stopped buying cars at the rate they were, well, now, instead of us having a, a supply issue, a supply uh, issue, you now have more cars than what's being sold, and they start to build up in, in uh, inventory. When that inventory starts to build up, now what occurs is the, the car maker says, well, we need to now get these cars off of our lots. So that instead of carrying huge profits, maybe they cut their profits down and they start lowering the price of that car. Because if you go back and go to during the pandemic and you think about what car dealers were doing, many of them were putting on and adding on $10,000, $15,000, some of them, in all essence, just extra money up and above the normal MSRP of a car because they said, look, we, 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 don't, we don't have the demand. We don't have cars and we got all this demand. So we got too much supply. Uh, I mean, not enough supply and too much demand. So let's, let's break, uh, raise the prices on these cars. But people still bought them because they said, look, I need a car. I haven't been traveling. I've been sitting in my house. I want a new car. So they paid the extra price. So with these interest rates going up, that's going to hopefully slow that down and reverse it. Now, what about on a house? Well, when people were buying houses, if you look at the whole uh, area, if you look all over many different places, not only here in Raleigh-Durham uh, area, you go to Texas, you go to California, you could go to uh, Washington State, anywhere, and people were paying huge amounts of money above what people were putting the, on the market. They, was, they were bidding wars. Well, when you raise interest rates from 3% to 6%, all of a sudden now my confidence is lower and I might go, no, I'm not buying this house. And so now all of a sudden, instead of somebody getting $100,000 above what their asking price was, maybe now it comes back to the asking price or maybe even below asking price, maybe where now the buyer is back in control, bringing those prices back down. So that's the goal. Now there's some concerns here. The Fed is worried, well, or not worried, but the Fed has to be careful that they don't do so much that it makes the economy crash, like a hard crash. We hear about this thing called a soft landing. What they want is they want it to pull back, but kind of have this soft landing, and then the, the economy is still moving. Sometimes, though, when you raise interest rates like that, you could just plummet the economy, and that is this whole balance that is trying to be done. So how that plays out, we don't know yet. We do know that the Fed is extremely concerned about not having this extra high inflation. So that's why you hear these numbers. We'll see how that plays out. Now, I do have a question back to Merce on this, though. Merce, when we look at those big ticket items, and we at like a house, we've talked about that, cars, gas, transportation, and then we got food. Out of that category, for a retiree, what are they able to do that maybe a non-retiree is not able to do? I hope that you are enjoying the show. 
By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. Yeah. And uh, what's nice about the retiree is that they can uh, not avoid inflation, but they can really make some conscious decisions on whether or not uh, they're going to be fully susceptible to inflation. And what I mean by that is a lot of times when someone has uh, approached retirement, they've already got a lot of things figured out. They've already got their house. They've already got the cars they're going to need for a little bit. And so for them, it's a decision of, well, maybe we won't buy another car this year. or Maybe we'll hold on to this car for a couple more years until some of this goes down. Um, when it comes to travel, when it comes to travel, although we do want to travel in retirement, uh, the retiree that is not really tied to a nine to five work week or tied to kids being in school, uh, they can travel whenever they want. So it's more of, you know, do we need to go on this trip this month or can we wait for pricing to come down? Can we wait another year and then we'll have an even better trip knowing that our dollar is going to go a little bit further. So the flexibility of the retiree or someone that's not tied to a schedule, uh, a schedule work week, or, you know, some, a lot of times when you're working, and and you want to travel with your family, a lot of times that's during the most popular months, which is the summer months when the kids are out of school or during the holidays. And that's when everyone travels. That's where inflation hurts the most because that's the only time that people can actually do it. So again, the retiree is not really uh, tied to those certain things and they've got flexibility and they have the ability to make a decision. Do we actually need this this year? Or can we wait another year and see how pricing goes uh, down, down or up? Um, food is really the only one that everyone needs. Everyone needs food. You got to go to the grocery store. So yeah, the retiree is going to feel that. Uh, and you know, but again, it could be, they, they focus more, they change their shift. They shift how they're getting food. And maybe it's, we don't go to restaurants as often we have the ability to cook. So while the grocery bill is a little bit more than it has been, we're not eating out as much because we have time to do that. And we have time to, you know, make a meal versus going out. Whereas maybe the working family doesn't have time to make the meal or time to go to the grocery store. So they are uh, subject to inflationary, uh, items when it comes to that as well. Uh, a quick note on inflation. We, we, we talk about this all the time. And when we're building out these retirement financial plans uh, that we do for all of our clients, we do take inflation into account. And what Raiden was saying about the Fed and the Fed wanting to be very uh, consistent and aggressive with how they want to tame inflation. Uh, one of the stories is back in the 70s, uh, we had a high inflationary type of arena and the Fed was a little bit, if you want to say, wishy-washy on how consistent they were going to be on raising interest rates. So they would raise them, then they would cut them, then they would raise them, then they would cut them. What that led to is 10 years, a full decade of high inflation. Some of the numbers in the 70s, inflation was anywhere from, in, in 1970, it was 5.6%. Then in 73, it was 8.7%. In 74, it was 12.3%. Then it started to come down. But then it went right back up in 78, it was nine again. In 79, it was 12 and a half. 
or sorry, 13.3. And then in the 80 and 1980, it was 12 and a half. So, uh, and I'm sure a lot of you listening lived through that. So you remember, you remember the seventies and how inflation was all over the place. And the fed has made a stance that we're not going to make that mistake again. And so while it's going to hurt some people, while it's going to hurt the economy in the short run, it's going to be better in the long run if we can get inflation under control. Um, so all that to say, we take inflation into account when we're building out these plans. If you take some of those numbers that I just listed off, and if you take the last 108 years and you take an average of those, high numbers, average numbers, low numbers, and even deflationary numbers, that average comes to about a little bit over 3%. Um, and so when we are running inflationary numbers, we're going to kind of stay in that same ballpark going off of a 108 year average and not just a one year average of, say, last year in 2021, where the inflation was at seven. We want to go off of history because with the way inflation works, the reason that the Fed is in place is to get things back into balance. So, yeah, we'll have high years, we'll have low years, but we're always going to come back into some type of balance. And that's that's what the Fed is going to target. Yeah. So the one thing is when we run the retirement uh, focused financial plan, sometimes people go, well, let's raise the rate to 5%, 6%, 7%, whatever it is now. That's really not the right way to do this. If you said, hey, you know what? My grocery bill is running me an extra three or $400 a month. Well, then let's just raise your spending need to three to $400, but run our inflation at three. Because this idea that we're going to have 6% inflation for the next 30 years is not realistic. And a lot of times we're running 30-year plans. So we don't want to overdo it. What we want to do is say, look, if, if you feel that you're spending a little bit more money right now, let's raise that up, get our baseline up, and then inflate that by 3%. Because really this, this bump of where we are right now is very much probably a bump. It's a bump up in pricing. And then we'll have the level off after this uh, if the Fed will continue their action. We just hope this has given you a little bit of insight, a little bit of uh, understanding, maybe help you think it through in a different way. And by the way, on those things that Merce was talking about that you could do, could cut back on travel, could cut back on how you eat out. We're not ever telling somebody that's what you need to do or should do. We just want you to know you have that control. Sometimes those controls make you feel more confident because you can know I can control it. Not that you're going to have to do that for the next 10 years, just that you can do it. That, that, Knowing what you can do gives you power. We hope this has done that. Hope that it's built your confidence. If you have any questions or you'd like to talk to us about it or maybe look at your own financial plan, make sure you go to our website, pomwealth.net. Go to the top right-hand corner. Click on schedule call. Our calendar comes right up. You can uh, schedule that right there. We're glad to hop on a no-obligation uh, complimentary phone call with you. Again, we appreciate all of you listening to our podcast. Please make sure you share it with your friends, um, no matter where you listen to it. We, we certainly do appreciate that. And uh, we hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you again next Monday. All right, everyone. That wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.